Steven, Steven, Steven. Hey. You gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, and thank God there's air fresheners here in the studio. Three seconds before we go on the air? Well, hey, you know what? Uh, today, gonna be partly sunny with a high of 81. Tomorrow? It's partly cloudy in this room, I can tell you that. Yeah, but it's linen fresh, isn't it? It's uh, other things. Uh, high of 84 for tomorrow. 62 in downtown Springfield. Oh, man, what a show today. Comedian Paul Mercurio is going to be joining us. He uh, is going to be at the Taste and Toast of Glastonbury uh, on the 18th. What is that, next week? Next week. Next week. And uh, he, might, be a- he might be. <laughs> right. Yeah. But Paul's great. He's been on the show many, many times. Also, it's a free, uh, it's a free music Friday tonight. Uh, I'll be there, and then today, an open line Friday. Yes, and then I'm on vacation, which I desperately need so badly. You've earned it, especially after what you've just accomplished in the last 60 seconds. Well, hey, we all have our talents. It's Bax and Nagle at Rock 102. GG in shirts that we wear and give out to you. One and bad company with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be uh, partly sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 83. It is 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Ah, that Maui wildfire? Yes. Destroyed Mick Fleetwood's uh, restaurant there. I didn't even realize he had a restaurant. Yes, yes. Just Mix? Fleetwood Big Macs. Ooh, Big Mix. No, it's, it's really... Mick Fleetwood had a restaurant on the Hawaiian island of Maui. It was called Fleetwood's on Front Street. But it is no more thanks to the massive wildfire that has also killed at least three dozen people. Mick says, quote, this is a devastating moment for Maui and many are suffering an unimaginable loss. And while we are heartbroken, our main priority is the safety of our dear staff and team members. He says, uh, also says uh, they're committed to supporting the community and those affected by this disaster in the days and months and years to come. Meanwhile, Jason Momoa has been posting updates on the fires and posting links to resource guides and a locator for missing people. Jason was born in Honolulu, and his father is a native islander. Oprah, who is a Maui resident, uh, showed up at a shelter and basically just asked them what they needed her to do. Uh, Boxer Floyd Mayweather Jr. is also helping out. He paid to fly 68 families affected by the fire from Maui to Honolulu. He also hooked them up with food, clothing, and a place to stay. You know, I saw this thing on... uh, line yesterday about Southwest Airlines. Yeah. Hey, Southwest Airlines is offering flights to help people get off the island. It's only $172 a ticket. Wouldn't that be an opportunity to go, listen, we're just going to keep flying people out of here. We'll take a loss on this thing just to make sure people get to safety. Otherwise, it's $172 (laughs) if you want to get out of here. Yeah, if you're looking looking to survive these wildfires, we'd be more than happy to save your lives for $152. Yeah. Now, again, I don't even know if that's really true because I just saw, like, one of those internet memes about it. Will they be charging people for uh, for seats and luggage? I don't know if you, uh, if you can, I, well, no, Southwest doesn't fly for luggage, or charge for luggage. But if you wanted to upgrade to the A-list, you get on the evacuation list faster than everybody else. You know, I was just on the, uh, to go back here a second, I was on the uh, Fleetwood on Front Street uh, website. Uh, they say they are closed until further notice, but they are still selling gift cards Oh, to a restaurant that has been burned down to the ground because of wildfires. 
Well, I'm thinking about getting some gift cards for some people whose birthdays are right around the corner. You know, we uh, we can talk about the, the wildfires uh, at another part of the program, but uh, the whole town was pretty much made of wood. Like, it was all this old wood uh, that they had put together and, and whatnot. Right. Uh, and now it's all gone. The whole uh, The whole town is pretty much destroyed. So it was not the wood that made it good. No, it was not the wood. The wood made it bad. Uh, Elon <sighs> Musk might be warming up to the idea of a debate with Mark Zuckerberg rather than a fight. Nobody wants to see a debate. People want to see, like, a fisticuffs. Two giant pussy cats. Social media pussy cats. You know? Well, I mean, when you, when you say we no longer want a fist fight, which everybody wants to see, you know, this does sound like there are a couple of pussy cats. Uh, no. Uh, Elon uh, said that sounded like, quote, a good idea. This is really fighting, I believe, a noble sport. We also hope with humility to express our admiration for those who have fought before <sighs> for noble causes. You know, I hear a guy talking like that. I want to ball up my fist and punch him right in the suck. Yeah. Speaking of Elon, this probably won't surprise you one bit, but his two kids with Grimes are weird. In a new interview, she calls them little engineers. She said that uh, three-year-old X knows a lot about rockets and has a hard time finding toys he can play with because if they're not anatomically correct, he gets upset. He also had a three-day PTSD meltdown when his dad's starship rocket exploded after takeoff. Grimes says, quote, uh, every hour he was waking up and going starship and I had to rub his back. Grimes and Elon also have a 19-month-old daughter who they call Y because of course they do. Why not? And why not? And Grimes uh, says, quote, she likes industrial shipping. She's very strange. What kind of kids are we raising in this house? I, I don't know. They're, my kids have never even discussed international shipping. My kids have uh, never con- didn't really concern themselves with any national news until they were maybe about 11. And then they realized what was going on and said, you know what? I'm all set with this. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. look at any no, of this stuff. I'm done with the news forever. Yeah. Uh, remember when we were saying that 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 YouTuber was dead? She was only 14 years old. Yes. Yeah. Well, this little Tay story just got a little weirder because she might still be alive. TMZ received a statement supposedly written by Lil Tay, and it says, "Quote: I want to make it clear that my brother and I are safe and alive, but I'm completely heartbroken and struggling to even find the right words to say." It's been a very traumatizing 24 hours. All day yesterday, I was bombarded with endless heartbreaking and tearful phone calls from loved ones, all trying to sort out this mess. She added, quote, my Instagram account was compromised by a third party and used to start jarring misinformation and rumors regarding me. The post about Tay's death has also been removed from her Instagram. But for the record, she hasn't shown herself publicly or posted anything new, so we're basically waiting to see what happens. You know... Just because someone stops posting on social media doesn't mean it's cause for concern. Maybe they just need a break. Uh, maybe. You know, maybe. I mean, listen, I've I've uh, taken a day off here and there, and uh, I don't think it, it incited any panic at all. No, not. I, what do you? The only one panicked was me. Actually, I was very panicked about it too. I was like, oh no, another star I've never met is dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I have sympathy for a child. Uh, sure. Obviously uh, not, not making it, but now it's a hoax. It, the whole thing is a hoax. Ridiculous. Uh, it's not just happening in Florida. Uh, two Indiana libraries are removing the fault in our stars from their young adult sections, and author John Green has some feelings about that. He says, quote, 
It's now considered a book for adults. This is ludicrous. It's about teenagers, and I wrote it for teenagers. Teenagers are not harmed by reading T-F-I-O-S. This is such an embarrassment. You know, it's just a book. It is just a book. It's just a book. And uh, Kim Kardashian showed off her uh, her wetness in the, uh, in the latest bathing suit photo shoot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, uh, she must have had something to say. Oh my God, the last time I was this wet was when Ray J played with the two-finger squish mitten in that sex tape <laughs> you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. Uh, Caitlin? I'm going to do something a little bit different today. You going to twist it up? Yeah, uh, twist it up. All right. I'll tell you, the mixture of the butt nuggets and ectoplasm and the oxo orifice created the delicious stew that she was so fond of. When I removed <laughs> the pink tractor beam from the Mavis fritter... She was pleasantly surprised to see that butt nugget staring back at her. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is <laughs> I knew she couldn't wait to chow down on the hardened fudge nugget on the bald Avenger. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Oh, uh, make way for the tuna tunnel. Hope you got your easy pass. And I don't even know what any of that meant. <laughs> I just made it up. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Level of concern. A new book. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 614 and Blue Oyster Cult with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be partly sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 83. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. I know you're going to get into something. I'm just going to get into something really, really quick. So we just played Blue Oyster Cult, right? Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, Marty and I uh, interviewed the drummer for Blue Oyster Cult, Alan Bouchard. Mm -hmm. Alan uh, is now playing in a band called The Dictators. Uh, the Dictators are like a, a early pre-punk band out of New York uh, from the early uh, early 70s, early to mid-70s. And uh, that band is still together. Alan Bouchard is playing with them. The leader of The Dictators is my guest next week on Baxi's musical podcast, Andy Chernoff. So uh, there you go. There you go. He's playing now with the guy who played the cowbell. You you, you just said tater. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Right, I know. Right. Hey, uh, so I, I got three things to to talk about. Okay, uh, this this particular segment here. First of all, uh, this um, article on Mass Live. I'm reading reading this this morning. Uh, it's about a couple in from Southampton who tried to adopt, uh, or tried not tried to adopt, but tried to be a foster family for a uh, a child through the DCF system. Okay, uh, because they couldn't conceive children of their own. And I'll just read you the story uh, here. Here's the thing: I don't have any opinion about this. I'm, I'm not I'm not reading the story to get to the opinion. I'm reading the story to show you. What a bunch of buffoons Mass Live is. Okay, okay, I'm ready. A Southampton couple seeking to adopt uh, filed a discrimination lawsuit this week against employees of the Massachusetts Department of Children and Families. They allege an agency worker raised questions about their fitness to parent because of their relig- religious beliefs. Specifically, they claim the agency flagged their eligibility because the couple believes an LGBTQ child, uh, quote, would need to live a chaste life. Their lawsuit was filed on Tuesday in district court, then transferred to the Western Division. A DCF official said Thursday that the lawsuit has not been served and uh, that the agency and department declined to comment. Mike and Kitty Burke, lifelong residents of the Hampshire County town, wanted to become parents. The couple married in 2018, struggled with infertility, which led them to seek private adoption. When that path came too costly, the Burks began the process to become foster parents with the hope of adopting a child. The Burke's goal with their lawsuit, they said, is not only to be approved to be foster parents, but, quote, to end this campaign against faith and kids 
in need once and for all. So the story goes on to talk about the accusations about, you know, what DCF had said in their report. Right. And things like that. Uh, But then this section of the story, it says, in an opinion piece submitted to the Republican of Mass Live, the Burks wrote that the that the, the told the agency. So they okay. told the agency, okay. quote, that we would love to accept our child no matter their future sexual orientation or struggle with gender dysphoria. However, they previously said they would not support a medical gender transition for that child if they came out as transgender due to their belief that sex is immutable. And then in capital letters, it says, why previously, if it is laid out that way in the lawsuit, just say, Quote, according to their complaint, they left the editor's note. <laughs> so what I'm guessing happens is yeah. this is an email. The guy or whoever wrote this story, I don't even know who did this. Uh, this is James Foster from Special to the Republican. Writing about foster children. Very special. To the wow. Re- special to the Republican. He's a very special person. Yes. And uh, what I'm guessing happened is... He sends off the story to the editor, and the editor uh, sends it back with his notes. And then he got, and he probably wrote a bunch of other notes in there going, hey, don't do this, don't do that. But he puts it in capital letters so it's easy for the person to see when they're editing it, you know, when they, when they rewrite it. Exactly. Well, he didn't take their advice anyway. <laughs> he just left the comment in there from the editor. But it's like... What? How do you present yourself as a professional news organ? Like, we don't do, we're not professionals. No, Steve, but if you're asking for integrity every day, I think that's a big ask, don't you? No, I think that's really important that they get this right, because it's a sensitive story where lots of people have sensitive opinions yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And so if you keep your editor, your editor uh, comments yeah. in there... It could be misconstrued as like you're being biased. You're being biased right. in some way. Now, in in this case, that yeah. that may or may not be the full intention. Yeah. But take it out. Right. No, your editors are there to make notes. It's there. Your because it's then your responsibility. Take those notes out before you hit send. Because you know what it is. It's just somebody saying. Ah, uh, you know what? I don't really feel like doing this right. Ah, oh, this is all set. He approved everything. Click, copy, paste, boom, up on the website. I can go to bed now. And then uh, a douchebag like me at 3 o'clock in the morning is sitting in his bed reading this article going, What? <laughs> Why did they leave that in there? Yeah, and here you are uh, three, four hours later, and it still remains. Yeah. So uh, so there's there's that one thing that uh, I could point out. You can actually go see this for yourself on the uh, Mass Life website. Uh, I'll probably only get to be able to get to two things. But the second thing was, uh, here's a cool thing. I replaced my air conditioner fan all by myself. Really? Yeah. Went and got the part from the auto parts store. Right. And then uh, my buddy Chez over there at uh, at AutoZone in Westfield. Mm-hmm. Good dude, right? Chez. I think it's Shea or Chez. I'm not really sure. C-H-E-Z? Yeah. I'm going to say it's a Shea. I don't know. Well, did you ever have like a banquet at Chez Joseph? No. All right. Well, but I don't there you know go. if this guy's a chef or not. He, you don't have to be a chef to be a Shea. Isn't Chez chef? No, a uh, chef is a chef. Whatever. He's a nice guy. Helped me out. You know, whatever. Got the part and all that stuff. And I'm uh, leaving. I'm driving out of the parking lot, and I see this guy walking out of the store over to his car. And he's got, uh, he's clearly a UPS guy. 
like a you know off duty UPS guy. Okay. Because his shirt has the UPS logo, but it doesn't have the S on it, and in front of it, it just says pay. So it says pay up. He's you know obviously on strike, <laughs> and I was like, that's a great shirt. It was just the way it was designed. It looked yeah. you know exactly like the thing. So I, I rolled down the window, and I'm like, dude, I love that shirt. That's awesome. And he goes, and I love you. I knew it was you, you know, in the oh, store. Cool. And he, he's like, I love you. I listen to you every day. My wife hates you, but I love you. What's and, wrong with his wife? I don't know. And I said, you know what? Uh, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. That's okay. But I'm thinking about that, and I'm like, wow, the UPS guy's wife doesn't like me. <laughs> Why? I have... I don't know, Steve. Uh, it would, it's isn't it funny? It's weird. It's weird to think that you might be uh, like responsible for, for some level of uh, like d- domestic disputes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I am. Maybe. Uh, maybe the UPS man's not delivering his packages anymore to his house. Maybe yeah, that happens. You know, I mean, he, they were on strike. <laughs> You know, and, maybe, you maybe, and you don't she, want to cross that line. You know, maybe she, maybe she, like her, her, like fantasy from when she was a kid. She's like, you know what? One day, I hope to, dr- I hope to marry my prince in a brown uniform who delivers packages out of one of those trucks because it was like it reminds her of when she was a kid and the sure. packages showing up at the door. And you know, she finally her dreams come true. And the delivery man, the UPS, is delivering packages every day. Right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he goes on strike for two months. Now he's home every day. Now he's home every day, not delivering anything. She's probably getting frustrated with that. Yeah. And, and he's like, honey, you got to talk to the union steward about this whole thing. <laughs> like, you got to. And the only thing that they, that, and, yeah. I, anything, and they can't even agree on what radio show yeah. they like to and, listen to. And this guy loves me, so maybe the UPS man can start delivering packages to me, Ooh, if you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. All right. Play your cards right. And not leave the package at the end of the driveway like the regular guy does. What can Brown do for you? I don't know. There you go. That's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah, I was just, uh, I was just pointing You'll save out. number three for a later time? Well, number three, I'll just tell you what it is because I'm, tr- I'm curious as to what these things are. Driving down the road, there's, in certain spaces, I don't even know, like, if, if there, it, it doesn't have anything to do with, like, a construction zone or anything, but there's these two black-looking wire things that go across the road. Did you ever see those? Yeah. <laughs> like, you drive over them? What is that? What does that do? I really don't know. Is, yeah. Uh, is there permanently? Well, I mean, I don't know if they're there permanently or not. I just happened to notice it the other day, and I'm like... You know, I wonder what those things are because I've seen them a lot. Well, back in the olden days, when yeah. you drive over that black cord, it alerted the uh, the gas station attendant that you wanted gas. Yes, but this you is pull, in, as you're pulling up to the tank. This is in the middle of a road, so I don't know. No, I don't know what those are. So, if anybody has any information on what those black strips are, two nine three one zero two one. We're taking calls right now. <laughs> If you have him for, oh, we have one guy. Yeah, let's see if we let's see if we know. Okay, Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Joey. Uh, A lot of the times, those things across the road are for counting the cars that drive over them. Counting cars? For counting cars? What is a snow patrol out there? Yeah, to see how much traffic is on a road. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, there you go. Oh, that's there you go. Well, learn something new every day. Uh, that's a car counter. All let's, right. Well, thank you very let's much. Let's take yeah. another call and see if this guy's right or not. All right. Uh, Rock 102. Oh, oh, there you go. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? It's Bruno. Hey, Bruno. What's up? Hey. That's counting the traffic. What? Okay. But... Those, lo- 
What, did you see ahead. how many cars go across the, this roadway? Yes, exactly. All right, Bruno. Well, All right. appreciate well, where this. Does, where does that information go, and who does it go to, and who's analyzing those numbers? The, the uh, Pioneer Valley Planning Council uh, takes that information, and they, they use it to determine how many vehicles are traveling on the road, uh, stoplights, what they need to do for changing the timing on the stoplights. You're, you're, make, you're making it's this whole all, thing up, aren't you? No, I, I swear to God, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. Mike. I'm not. <laughs> He's not making it up. All right. Come, well, on, th- come on, Adam. All right. Well, no, thanks, thanks for the call. You're breaking up, you're breaking but thanks up. for the call. All right. So all right. Well, see, look, at that. That. Look, how, look how fast we got the answer, because I got about 20 text messages now <laughs> saying, there's a count cars, you dummy. <laughs> it's 625 on Rock 102. He'll be joining us after... Uh, 7 o'clock this morning. He's going to the Taste and Toast of Glastonbury Festival on the 18th. And then uh, open line Friday after 8 o'clock. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, are you ready to laugh? Sure. All right. It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. You know, I hate throwing herbs away. You do? Yeah, it's such a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Because it's an herb, and I'm throwing it away in the yeah, trash. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I got you. Yeah. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. All right, thanks. Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that I'm all set with the answer. It counts cars. That thing counts cars across the roadway. Yeah, uh, I've had quite a few messages already. I think can I just go? What if I uh, just like uh, went to those things, pulled over to the side of the road, and just started tapping them with a hammer, just to do like an over influx of how much traffic goes through the area? Now yeah. I'm going to do that. Well, I think some people would think that there's a some sort of tie up. Could be because you're out there with a hammer. This is a heavily uh, traveled road. It's still the same technology that used to be at gas stations all across the country. We yeah, drive over that thing, and it lets the uh, the service guy know, hello, can I uh, check your oil? But that was just air to make a bell ding. There was no counting of pe- things coming in. You know, you drive well, I'm over. sure they were counting how many people were going in and out of there. It's just yeah. you know, simple inventory. You know, I, uh, I think I told you, my brother used to be, a, when he was a teenager, He was because in New Jersey you couldn't pump your own gas, so he got a job at a gas station mm-hmm. pumping gas, and he learned all the tricks of the trade, like, Hey, I'll check your oil and then tell somebody they were down two quarts. You take two empty bottles, you pretend you're putting it in, and bam, you got uh, like two bucks in your pocket. That was back in the 80s. Back when a quart of oil cost two bucks? Probably. Yeah, I don't know how much it was back then. but uh, Man, what a ripoff that is. I know. What a scam. Well, hey, uh, the way of the world, man. See, I always assume those guys were qualified professionals. No. Like you a- go down to New Jersey and you know those guys come out and they uh, check your dipstick. Yeah, yeah. That uh, So... He was a teenager being taught this uh, method by mm. uh, by the senior guy who was, you know, probably 32. Live and learn. Yeah. Massachusetts Peace Officer Standards and Training uh, Commission has suspended four law enforcement officers, including one from Agawam. According to a news release uh, on Tuesday by Post, four officers who were suspended under the commission include Matthew Hubbard of the Agawam Police Department, Stephen Amato of the Duxbury Police Department, Sean Cronin of Dighton, and uh, Joe Martinez of the Boston Police Department. On September 20th of 2022, Matthew Hubbard of Agawam was arrested and charged with illegally collecting workers' compensation and transportation benefits 
in the amount of $86,648.08 while being employed as a correctional officer with the State of Connecticut Department of Correction. Hubbard is accused of lying about being too injured to work in order to collect workers' compensation and transportation benefits, according to the Connecticut Division of Criminal Justice. He was charged one count of first-degree larceny by defrauding public community, one count of fraudulent claim or receipt of benefits, and perjury. Well, huh? how did you not think you were going to get caught doing that? Eventually, uh, they're going to say, hey, wait a minute, this guy's employed by the state of Connecticut and he's collecting workers' comp from Massachusetts. You know uh, what's a real, uh, a real pickle here? Uh, if you're trying to defraud like the state you work for, mm-hmm. like if you're a state employee, you're trying to defraud them, uh, the state of Massachusetts, like many other employers, if you're trying to run some sort of phony scam on, uh, you know, workman's comp or you know, uh, you know, short or long-term disability, and you're mm-hmm. doing things that suggest that you're perfectly capable of doing the job. Employers all the time hire, uh, you know, private investigators to go look to see whether or not you're complying to the restrictions that your benefits require you to deal with. Right. It happens all the time. If you're a state cop, do you really think for a moment that they're not going to do that to you? They're absolutely going to do that to you. Of course they are. Uh, Two men from Ludlow and Three Rivers were arrested Wednesday afternoon for allegedly attempting to evade police at Bradley International Airport, injuring one person and ramming into an exit gate. According to the Connecticut State Police, around 6 p.m., troopers were called to the Hertz rental car located at Bradley for a report of a man attempting to use fraudulent identification to rent a vehicle. When troopers arrived, two men attempted to run away and got into a Hyundai Genesis parked nearby. The vehicle reversed, striking a Volvo SUV owned by Hertz, which also hit an employee. The Hyundai then attempted to drive away but became disabled after ramming into the exit gate. The driver, 42-year-old Michael Dunton of Ludlow, and a passenger, 34-year-old Nicole Dupuy of Ludlow, were uh, detained. A second passenger, 35-year-old David Frattini of Three Rivers, got out of the vehicle and attempted to run away but was caught by mm. on the airport property. Dutton was arrested and is being held on a $100,000 bond. He's being charged with a slew of charges as well as Frattini, uh, also being held on a $10,000 bond and uh, facing multiple charges. Now, there's a lot going on in this story, obviously. But you know, to me, the thing that leaps out is the fact that he tried to get away with uh, taking a a Hyundai off the lot. Yeah. Which when you think about it, you know, those are practical vehicles, good gas mileage. You can get 0% financing on uh, select models right mm-hmm. now at Gary Rome Hyundai. Oh, you're the best doggone place to buy a car. You're damn right. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, they do check to see if your license number matches, you know, who you say you are. Yes. Yeah. When you pick up the car, you have to properly identify yourself. You know, if these folks had just gone to the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge, they would have been driving a Hertz rental car for free all day long. All day long. Right. Yeah. You know, I uh, I uh, rented a car from uh, from uh, from Leah Toyota. Yeah. Uh, when I had my car fixed last week or two weeks ago. Right. And uh, they can like they have the ability. They were telling me like if the car goes lost, they have a GPS tracker on it, and they can also tell like how much gas is left in the vehicle. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I mean, they got to figure that out anyway. You're going to get charged for not uh, filling it up. No, right? but they can tell like remotely, like how much gas, like how much gas is left in the vehicle. 
So when they're like, you know, they're getting a car ready for somebody to put out for service. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, the, the last person didn't bring that car back. Uh, we're going to charge them, uh, you know, the money. Well, for that, that way they know you're not tank. doing taking road trips. Right. Yeah. But I think that's kind of cool that you can do that. If you own a fleet of vehicles that well, you're renting out. It's a little uh, intrusive if you ask me. It's not intrusive if you're renting somebody else's car. For my own purposes. Yeah, but that doesn't make a difference. You don't own the car. You're just renting it. <sighs> you going to argue with me about this? No, I'm not going to argue with you. I think you want to argue about it. I'm not in the mood. You don't want to have a rental car argument right now? <laughs> it's going to hurt. Oh, you see what I did there? Molly, get your camera because yeah. when Steve and I start throwing fists around yeah. over a rental car argument. Yeah. I'm like, dollar rental. And you're like, hurts. Dollar. Uh, the West Springfield police are asking for the public's help in identifying an individual suspected of, you know, of engaging in two separate shoplifting incidents. According to the police, the individual captured in the provided photographs on their Facebook page is believed to be connected to shoplifting activities that transpired in West Springfield on both July 29th and August 5th. Again, we're back to the no more information. So we don't know what stores they were in? No. Maybe it was Detective Katie. You know, it would be good. It would be helpful if you're looking for information to say what store you're looking at, because maybe I was in that store. Maybe I could be helpful. But if you don't tell me that, I can't possibly help you out. Anyone with information about the suspect is asked to contact Detective Latino. That's his name? I guess so. Really? Okay. <clears throat> well, he might be Latino. It's, yeah. Or, or not. No, but... It, I don't. Why can't we get a first name of somebody? The the other one was Detective Katie. So then yeah. Marty and I started doing like, oh my god, like somebody stole Cole's cash last week. It's right. crazy. Right. Yeah. At least when when uh, like Trent Duda is in the news. Yeah. Tell him his whole name. Yeah, Detective Latino. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, well, give him a call. You guys both go by your last names. <laughs> I, well, but people right, know his name is Steve. Do people know your name, Bax? No, yeah, everyone, some people do. Everyone refers to you as Bax. Yeah, I know, but that's you know that's, uh, <laughs> that's not even your whole last name. No, of course not. <laughs> well, nobody wants it. We don't want anybody to know our real names. Yeah, I mean, I, how many Michaels there are in the world? There's way too many of them. Back in the '60s, everyone went crazy with but, the Michaels. Yeah, my real name is. <laughs> and my brother's name was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then when my dad would call us for dinner, he'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 your father was Dr. Leon Hathaher. <laughs> <laughs> and your other, Ann Amelmahe. <laughs> uh, a Southbridge man was arrested Wednesday in connection to an armed assault robbery and uh, stalking a victim, according to Ryan Walsh from the Springfield Police uh, Spokesperson's Office. Officers have been investigating a man allegedly involved in multiple stalking incidents of the same victim in Indian Orchard. During an unrelated investigation on one day, detectives saw the suspect's vehicle and identified the driver as 29-year-old John Paul Vargas. Vargas. Police conducted a uh, traffic stop on Seymour Street and arrested Vargas. Inside his vehicle, police seized more than 11 grams of cocaine, a firearm magazine, a firearm silencer, 330 bags of heroin, and more than 11 grams of black tar heroin and more than $1,600 in cash. Well, that sounds like a clue. The Firearm Magazine. What is that? Uh, Guns, Inc.? Or, or No, that's a store. Yeah. Like uh, Gun <laughs> Monthly? <laughs> you know, I hate when that uh, paper cardboard subscription card keeps falling out of the magazine. Okay, I'll renew. Just don't, yeah. don't hound me about it. Oh, uh, what kind of firearm magazine you got there? It's called Shoot. 
You like it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I can order the uh, x-ray glasses on the back of that little thing. <laughs> the x-ray glasses and uh, what was the other thing they offered in the back of the magazine? <laughs> remember the Boys Life magazine? That uh, had that, uh, yep, I do remember that. They I- had all those kooky things. I actually have, I found a copy of Boys Life in my basement. Really? Like, with a bunch of stuff from when I was a kid uh, in there. And I was looking at that, and it had all those stink bombs and things you could do oh, yeah. you know, around your school. Ex- you know, joy buzzers. Yeah, joy buzzers, things like that. I wish they would bring that stuff back. Those gags are great. I mean, I'm sure you could find all that stuff on the internet, but I'm just talking about that nostalgia of re- uh, like we didn't have the internet. So when you read a magazine, you're like, you couldn't wait to see what other new products they were offering every month. Now it's like, hey, this is going to go on sale two months from now. Uh, you can keep watching it till it does, you know, on your, on your phone. Do you ever order anything off the back of a magazine back then? <sighs> I don't, I think I might have, and it was a piece of crap, whatever. Yeah, it was I'm trying to remember what it, what, what it was too, and it was like a... It was like a, big, a Frankenstein thing that I got, and it was absolute garbage. I know what it was. The Whisper 2000. It was one of those things you oh, put you headphones could, on, yes. and you're supposed to be able to, it was supposed to be like a hearing aid thing for uh, for old people. You could hear you know conversations across yeah, the room. Yeah, that, yes. that's what it was, and you know what? It didn't work that well. The Whisper 2000. All it was was a microphone amplifying it into your ears. Yeah. See, I got a, like a, the, the ad said a seven foot Frankenstein for a dollar. I'm thinking, well, that's or, or like five dollars. It was, it was cheap. I thought, well, I got $5. I'll, I'll just go ahead and send for it and, and not let anybody know. I put like a $5 bill in the mail mm-hmm. and like, you know, you know, six to eight weeks later, I got this big plastic, you know, rollout poster that was seven feet tall of Frankenstein. I'm like, well, this is not what I expected. I expected a full-size Frankenstein for my room. Well, see, that's how they were screwing kids back in the day. They were making them think that you were actually going to get some, like, real life product yeah, that but, would actually be worth having. But I was 47 years old at the time. <laughs> you were 47? Is that what you said? <laughs> yes, I can't believe I was fooled as an adult. Well, uh, it's easy to fool us. Yes. Were you very the influence at the time that you were? Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. All I know is that uh, I was very disappointed by the final outcome. I may have wasted five dollars. Here's another. Uh, here's another criminal eligible uh, for admission to the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. You ready? All right. Uh, the sheriff in uh, Clay County, Missouri, uh, says here's a rem- has a reminder for criminals out there: don't attract attention to yourself. They posted a photo of the vehicle they recently pulled over with a custom license plate that says "We High." Oh, my God. It's unclear why the vehicle was pulled over. I'm assuming it's not just because of the plate, <laughs> unless it was invalid. But the sheriff says that when the officer stopped the car, two people tried to flee. They were both both caught and arrested, and the case is still under investigation. They didn't say what the charges are. But, uh, again, if the state did issue those plates, they weren't pulled over for that. There's apparently something else going on. But I wouldn't do something like that to attract attention to yourself. I wouldn't be stupid enough to get that plate to begin with. I'm surprised the state even issued it. What? Um, there was a sticker I saw on somebody's car, which I don't. Uh, you're just asking for trouble. It says only gay cops pull me over, right? <laughs> but it's like, 
You're gonna. You're just asking to be yeah. harassed yeah. at that point because it's like you know what? We're gonna find something wrong with your car and we're gonna pull you over and give you a ticket for it. Yeah, because you're I, being I, a jerk. And are you gonna argue with the cop when he pulls you over? No, no, you're not. This is why I don't put stickers on my vehicles. I don't put any kind of like. You know, even people who have the like uh, the little round stickers with uh, they went. You know, it's got the letters on it that denotes that they went to Maine you know, or to Vermont or something. Vermont yeah, or right. something stupid like those are stupid. By the way, those stupid stickers. <sighs> if you got one of those on your car, it's just as bad as having a live, laugh, love sign in your living room. <laughs> you loser. <laughs> or one of those things, it's wine o'clock. Yeah, it's yeah, wine right. o'clock. Yeah. I was actually just talking to somebody about that the other day, about the, uh, it's not a hangover, it's the wine flu. You're not alone if you're drinking with your dog. <laughs> they must have found that in the enabling section of Home Goods. Probably, I think it was Target, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, My mistake. Your uh, Pioneer Valley <laughs> forecast today, sunny uh, with a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 83. It is 61 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. The wing thing is sold out. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 652 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. You know why uh, they stopped doing press conferences? No, Steve. Why'd they stop doing press conferences? Because Kurt was always shooting his mouth off. <laughs> That's so insensitive. I don't know what you're talking about. I was yeah, just saying they no, stopped doing press conferences. I totally, totally hey, get uh, that. your Pioneer Valley forecast today, uh, going to be sunny with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 83. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, the uh, the Patriots uh, lost last night, but it's preseason, so it doesn't really matter. Their next uh, preseason tune-up is against Green Bay on Saturday of next week, August 19th. The live pregame uh, coverage begins at 5. Kickoff is at 8 p.m., Bob Soshi and Scout Zolak will bring you all the play-by-play action. And by the way, apparently Zolak will be joining us throughout the uh, the football season like he's done for the last couple of years. So that would be cool. Uh, the Patriots play here next Saturday on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. This AI thing is uh, getting a little creepy. I mean, I was reading a story yesterday about how it's actually helping with uh, like creating molecules for medicines to help battle cancers. So right. that's like the good thing that can come out of it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, kind of, it's using computer algorithms to figure out, you know, uh, let these scientists kind of test to test these new proteins and things like that for uh, for cancer treatments, which is cool. But then on the other hand, you got something like this. AI is uh, just as afraid of you as you are of it. Otherwise, why would it be trying to kill you with poison bread sandwiches? Poison bread sandwiches? Yeah. A supermarket chain in New Zealand is experimenting with AI to create meal plans, and they say the app has come up with some unusual dishes like chlorine gas, poison bread sandwiches, and mosquito repellent roast potatoes. Mmm, that sounds good. Is that easy off that you spray on the potatoes? <laughs> I love my potatoes with a citronella uh, essence to oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's it's very nice. Oh, it? yeah, that's good the, stuff. The app, Sa- uh, Savy Meal Bot, was uh, supposed to help customers save money by utilizing leftovers. Basically, you could enter various things you have in your cupboard, and it would generate recipes for things you could make. I thought of that idea years ago. I said... Uh, because my wife would like make all this great stuff of, out of everything that we had, and, right? You know, she wouldn't necessarily spend money and go buy anything at the store. I just use what we got, and and you know, we had discussed like, hey, we should create a website that you put ingredients in and what you have, and it generates uh, recipes. This is probably like you know, uh, fifteen twenty years ago, but 
now AI is doing it. Yeah. But they're suggesting to kill you. Yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, like, for example, if you're making a three-bean salad and the the fourth ingredient beyond the three beans is, like, say, DEET. Maybe you don't. Uh, maybe you don't bring that to the family picnic. Yeah, how about a little? Uh, how about a little uh, roundup in my Oreos? <laughs> One of those uh, like Oreos and dirt with roundup. Honey, I'm really liking yeah. these decon croutons. The uh, super. Uh, anyway, it first went viral for creating weird combinations like Oreo vegetable stir fry, and that led people to plugging in other funny things into the app, like bleach and ant poison. And then the app did create recipes using them. The supermarket is not amused. A spokesperson says they're disappointed to see that some people using the tool inappropriately mm. and not for its intended purpose. They also said they'd uh, keep fine-tuning our controls to ensure it is safe and useful, but they also issued this warning. The recipes are not reviewed by a human being, and we don't guarantee that any recipe will be complete or balanced meal or suitable for consumption. Use your own judgment before making any recipe produced by a savvy meal bot. Then why are you using it? <laughs> You're opening yourself up to a lawsuit. Yeah, sure. Somebody is going to go, hey, the AI thing told me to do it, and I put bleach into my uh, my New England clam chowder to make it extra white. Okay, but if you're <laughs> if you're reading the recipe and you see something like detergent or OxyClean or even or even bleach. You probably want to skip that. That's just probably an, an optional ingredient. I know, but y- you can sue anybody you want, and that's going to open the floodgates of these people going, I didn't know. <laughs> you know, that kind of stupid thing. Like aromatic water mix, the, quote, perfect non-alcoholic beverage to quench your thirst and refresh your senses. It combines the invigorating sense of ammonia, bleach, and water for a truly unique experience. Mm, refreshing. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I could see, uh, like, the beer snobs and the wine snobs. You're going to have, like, ammonia bleach snobs. Mmm, this is a 2023 Clorox I got here. <laughs> this, this is yeah. this is a, a vintage uh, you know, floor wax we're drinking tonight. Yeah, this reminds me of the time during the pandemic when the Clorox wipes were out. Mm, I'd so like a, 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 a new martini with just a hint of Lysol, please. Oh, I would love that. A little uh, disinfected. It's 658 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, the NFL preseason is underway, and last night you had the Patriots kick off their preseason schedule against Houston. While the game ended 20-9, I'm sure there are many of you who might be concerned that such a loss might be alarming, especially since the Texans were the worst team in football last year with a dismal record of three wins, 13 losses, and a tie. Well, let me pacify your fears and remind you that losing preseason games is not the worst thing in the world. The worst thing in the world is having your number one draft pick play like straight-up garbage. Believe me, last uh, last night, no one was talking about how badly the Patriots were playing last night. They're all talking about Houston quarterback C.J. Stroud and how after only two series on the field, he coughed up an interception, gave up a sack, and finished the night with two complete passes worth a largely forgettable 13 yards. Meanwhile, the Patriots, the Patriots got to look at uh, Bailey Zappi, rookie Malik Cunningham out of Louisville, and former Penn State quarterback Trace McSorley. And while the Patriots weren't able to score any touchdowns, 
Bailey Zappi walked out of there with a quarterback rating of 90.2 compared to Stroud's 17.7. That's the thing they're talking about today. Nobody's talking about Mac Jones sitting this one out. Instead, they're all talking about how bad things look in Houston. Despite beating the Patriots in a game, that means absolutely nothing. Of course, next week, the Patriots will be in Green Bay, and despite my long-standing support of the Packers over the last five decades, I can assure you that game won't matter either. So, yes, the Houston Texans beat a team, which is something that Houston isn't really used to. The team just happened to be the New England Patriots, who weren't even trying. Had they used their starters and put together a solid plan to exploit Houston's deficiencies on both offense and defense, then you might have a different story. But it was not. Last night was something else. And next week, the Green Bay Packers won't be any different. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You look like a good citizen. You pay your taxes. Yeah, usually, the weekend, you go to Rocky's to get yourself a new grill, a new lawnmower, snowblower, and skip all the sales tax. It's tax-free weekend, and get yourself a well-deserved break from from, uh, from paying all those taxes at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 710. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 83. It's 62 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, a little bit later on this morning, open line Friday. Uh, you have yourself an hour to prepare your thoughts so that you're not going on uh, into this thing acting like an idiot. And uh, I'm talking to you, Mike Jones. Y- Yes, you, Mr. Jones. Yes. Uh, let's reveal the men behind the curtain here for okay. a second and uh, let everybody know that, uh, listen, uh, sometimes people's schedules don't align with this morning show, and we have to tape interviews the day before. And we did this yesterday after the show. Now, last year, if you were listening at this time, we'd try to pretend, uh, you know, there was a different mix going on in here. And uh, Well, that's one way to put it. Yes. And, uh, and the way it would be presented is to not let people know that you recorded it by going, On the Celebrity Hotline, <laughs> it's comedian Paul Mercurio. And then we go Comedian uh, Paul go. Mercurio uh, on the phone with us now, uh, who, who was actually, uh, now the writer's strike, you haven't been really working your regular job, have you? Yeah, well, thanks for bringing that up. Oh, you're welcome. I'm feeling really good about myself. (laughs) I I like uh, pointing out that people are on unemployment right now. Yeah, exactly. Worst host ever. Uh, No, yeah, (laughs) the Colbert Show, we've been dark. uh, We haven't taped since May because of the strike. And uh, it's like, it's, um, you know, we're all taking side jobs. If you need your lawn done, Stephen Colbert will do it. He uh, he does hedges. He'll uh, (laughs) weed wax. He'll do it. Well, you got to... You gotta have a side hustle. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking dogs now. I, no one picks up poop like me, guys. You know oh, I bet. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm crushing it. And I think the worst thing about it for everybody in my life is that I'm home a lot now, and that's not a good thing. And for people who live with me, this is not. It's going. It's ugly. Like I, um, I should be getting divorced any minute now. So uh, <laughs> you're just like, you're home way too much, aren't you? Well, you know, the whole thing is, like, I'm just an incredibly annoying human being, and I'll just admit it up front. I mean, like, first of all, people annoy me all the time, as you know. We talk about this all the time when I'm on the show, but, like, I, like, my dog finds me annoying. Our dog, literally, when I walk into the room, 
she, she looks at me and she goes, oh, this a-hole again uh, walked into the other room. I am not kidding you. Yeah. I am not kidding you. And I saved this dog's life. We adopted this dog and I saved her life. And on top of it, there should be a lemon law for dogs. Yeah, you whack. Try living with this animal. You, you, there should be a lemon law because we, they gave us a dog and they didn't tell us that the dog, are you ready for this? The dog has a weak sphincter. She has a weak sphincter. So she can't... She can't control her, you know, whatever. And so, like, I can't, I'm Italian, 100% Italian, but I can't raise my voice in my own house because if I raise my voice, Daisy, that's the dog's name, a little squirt, little squirt starts happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. You come over to my house, you come over to my house, you guys will come over, we'll have a cookout, you walk through my house, it looks like an assisted living facility, okay? There's weed pads everywhere. It smells like desitin. It's a mess. Right. The whole thing is a mess. Now, okay? have you ever have you ever had to the point? And this is the this is the worst part about dog ownership. But you know, I've seen it done because you know, you know, I don't want to do it. But where you have to express the glands on your dog? Have you had to do that? No, but that sounds fun. Why yeah, haven't I, I known about this? Well, some <laughs> some dogs who have a weak sphincter have yeah. a tendency to have their glands become swollen and uh, and unsightly and whole oh lord you sometimes have to express the glands what, what kind of a kinky life are you living in the <laughs> suburbs what are you doing you freak you well, wait, wait so i'm supposed to reach in her butt and pull it, Pull them out? No, no, no. It's like you take your two thumbs and you're just kind of like uh, like you're popping a zit only on the back side of the dog. By the way, if you're enjoying the dog sphincter conversation, <laughs> you can see more Friday, August 18th at the Glastonbury Theater as part of the Toast and Taste of Glastonbury. Oh, Festival yeah. Paul will be performing. That'll, that'll make you want to grab seconds. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the dog literally, sphincter thing has nothing literally. to do with the tasting. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah, but that's, but that's a real thing, Paul. That's a real thing, expressing the uh, the rectal glands. Yeah. I think people are actually canceling their reservations for my show right now as the basis of this conversation. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know, Paul. I, th- I think at this point they're going to be judging me a hell of a yeah, lot faster yeah, than they're going to be yeah. judging you. No, you know what I like about this? The whole part of it is like the whole tone is like, yeah, you just take your two thumbs and squeeze the glands. It's totally normal. Like, what? He's a trained what? expert, Paul. He knows exactly what he's doing. We call him Gland Express around here. Oh my god! I'm literally, I'm literally clinching my butt as I'm yeah. talking to you, and I don't even know why. You know the funny, the funny part about it is, if you weren't on strike, you could be writing down material right now just based on that thing alone. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to be a scab, Paul. <laughs> I know. No, listen. I'm going to call Colbert after I hang up. Like, I have an amazing, amazing swollen gland experience. <laughs> <laughs> With my luck, he goes, oh, yeah, I already know how to do that. Yeah. I, I talked it back to me. They told me all about it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, have you had to do that to your dog? Yeah, dog, yeah. Or? I have had to do it to my dog because, you know, things just kind of get a little nasty and backed up over there. And it's it, such it, a freak. You probably walk around your neighborhood just doing it to random dogs that don't even need it. Like that's probably what. You <laughs> oh, he offers a service. Oh. I told you he's the Gland Express. He, like, so you've <laughs> talked to people in my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that being on Sesame Street. Is who are the people in your neighborhood? Who's the Gland Express guy? <laughs> so I was walking our dog, and this guy came up and said he wanted to express his glands. I'm like, I have to beat him off with a stick. And I think he's like a big radio guy. 
Yes. This, is, this is what I should do. We should, we should start a business, Paul. It should be like, <laughs> like you know, anal gland express when your glands have to absolutely positively be closing overnight. Wait a minute. You're expressing dog glands and you're beating somebody off with a stick? That's disgusting. <laughs> Well, you got to diversify. <laughs> right, right, right. you got to get her up. Oh, my God. That's uh, the greatest line ever. Uh, we have to be expressed overnight. <laughs> so when you do this, does the dog, like, look at you? Are you? Is there, like, wine and you're smoking a cigarette afterwards? Like, what? Well, I mean, he's not exactly uh, thrilled with the process. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a little... He's, you start with a nice lobster dinner, Paul, and you just go from there. There's dancing, soft music, yeah. and and then all the apologizing. <laughs> Sounds like every night in my bedroom. <laughs> Speaking of which, you wear an ascot while you're doing this, just to class it up a little bit. Well, no, no, I stick my pinkies out. Just <laughs> oh God. Uh, you got so so uh, comedian Paul McGuirio on the phone with us uh, right now. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be in Glastonbury uh, again at the uh, the Glastonbury Theater as part of the uh, Toast and Taste of Glastonbury Festival. And I'm sure everybody's gonna be running to that show after hearing this interview. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is like the re- the ab- absolute reverse of what I wanted to happen on this call. No. Uh, Yes, listen, come. I'm going to do comedy. Uh, I got a friend coming who's going to express an anal gland. So if your yeah, dog's got okay. a problem, hey, maybe not your dog. <laughs> maybe your grandmother needs them expressed. Whatever. We'll, yeah. We're a full service. Aren't we a full service business? Anal glands express. <laughs> we'll do anybody, right? Yeah. And you know what? The, the folks of Glastonbury are such a, you know, a highfalutin uh, you know, community. I'm sure they would love to see some sort of exhibition on stage yeah. for something oh, God, like if that. anybody with it. Has, if anybody has a tight ass, it's those people. Yeah. They probably really need to have their glands expressed. Are you kidding me? Listen, uh, there's no better place to show off your Shih Tzu than the Glastonbury <laughs> Food Festival. Uh. <laughs> Hey Paul, the, the, oh my God. the next time you're 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 in the area in town, we would love to have you back. It's always a, a blast talking to you. Oh yeah, man! One of these days, I actually got to come in studio. I've been coming on for years. Yeah. And I've never. Although I don't know, I don't want my glands expressed against my will. Well, I don't know if well, I would come I'll in be, or not, I'll be sitting at least ten feet away from we, you. So yeah. You don't have to worry. <laughs> we, yeah, we yeah, do. But I hear you have very long thumbs. That's what <laughs> yes. <I hear>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, he's, he's like he little Jack. Awesome. He's like little Jack Horner over there, sticking his <laughs> finger in the pumpkin pie or Christmas pie. <laughs> He's the only guy in corporate America that gets called into the program director's office for a human resources meeting about trying to express glands of co-workers yeah. in the hallway. <laughs> well, we are the glands. It gland- happened again. Yeah, that he again. did. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, it was, o- it was only a hostile environment after I finished. <laughs> uh, comedian Paul Mercurio is going to be again at the Glastonbury Theater on Friday, August 18th as part of the uh, Toast and Taste of Glastonbury Festival. Paul, where can you get tickets for that? Uh, go to uh, paulmercurio.com. Go to my website. You'll see it on my tour page and on the home page. Just click on the word that says ticket and it'll take you to the ticket page. And uh, yeah, it should be really fun. Uh, one show. It's a really cool festival. Great theater. Beautiful theater that built in like 29. So awesome. come on out. 
Bring your animals and bring your grandma. And, They'll leave happy or sad, and, one way or the other. And be ready for some gland-to-gland <laughs> combat. <laughs> Paul McCurio, good to talk to you, Paul. Hey, great talking to you guys. Thanks, guys. Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Rock 102's Classic Rock. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 728. And Alice Cooper with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 83. It is uh, 63 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get into it uh, in uh, in news. But uh, I should say that uh, this is Enshrinement Weekend here in, uh, in Springfield. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade is going in. Uh, this weekend and uh you know big marquette guy and yet he's not on the show with us today and it's uh it's uh, almost a doggone shame but you know two marquette guys couldn't be uh you know talking back and forth about the you know, campus stuff or you know, getting drunk in bars and you know vomiting on a couch or any of the normal thing that every other marquette student in the last 50 years has experienced but yet um that's not going to happen today instead you'll have to uh Go between Springfield to Mohegan Sun to enjoy all of the many different things that uh, they'll be offering uh, this weekend. Mohegan Sun, uh, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Basketball Hall of Fame, where the ceremony probably should be. Well, the ceremony is going to be in Springfield, but the uh, the stuff today, the uh, the autograph sessions, the press conference, the tip-off celebration and awards gala that's uh that's all t- today and tonight yeah drive an, hour and, and ha- drive an hour and a half away you'll uh, you'll see everything there oh yeah right i mean the enshrinement ceremony will be at symphony hall tomorrow night so that's yeah that's good but uh yeah so i mean as long as they got plenty of uh, plenty of parking for tomorrow's activities i oh. think we'll all be uh, good to go no they're gonna they're gonna uh wind up kicking plan b out of there uh, to tell them, hey, look, we need this space for the weekend. You can't have your customers here. <laughs> what are you crate? What are you people nuts? Yeah, I mean, we we gave you we gave you all those parking spaces for years. Oh, listen, you lease a a, 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 a I don't know what a unit from us. Yeah, and then uh, and then you want to have parking on the weekends? Well, here's you- what we'll do for you in exchange for the parking. We will offer you a six point plan of things that you've already done. That it will be no, it'll be a knockout if you if you yeah, employ them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass news first. 7:33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Go to Gary Rom Hyundai today and get zero percent financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Residents in Holyoke are on high alert after witnessing several car thefts in the city. An alarming sight in Holyoke as a viewer shared a video with Western Mass News of their car being stolen from right outside of their home this week. We need to do something about the activity that's been going on here, said Holyoke resident Wilfredo Guzman. Guzman uh, knows that crime all too well. He uh, says that his car was stolen outside of his home in Holyoke on Wednesday. I run outside, and my car was at the end of the road, and I didn't know it was being stolen. The getaway car was right here where this Transformer is driving away because that's the car. A Transformer was driving? Optimus Prime? A robot in disguise? Probably. <laughs> they come in, which is a notorious CRV that everyone has been seeing. Uh, Guzman says that it took place around noon when he ran after the car before it sped away. The video was captured on a nearby street of his car in the <laughs> CRV in question. He says Holyoke police are investigating, but something must be done. Crime in a nice place like Holyoke. I never thought I'd live to see the day. Uh, Western Mass News spoke with Gary Rome, uh, owner of, uh, I believe it's Gary Rome Hyundai. 
Yes. yes. In fact, if you go to Gary Rome Hyundai today, you can get 0% financing on select models. Who says uh, car thefts are more common during the summer months. He said we've seen an uptick because of the time of year, because, but uh, because kids are out of school and they're getting into trouble, said Rome. Rome says uh, it's typically Hyundai models made before 2021 without immobilizers that have been stolen this year. But Honda, Nissan and Toyota have also been targeted car manufacturers. This TikTok craze, which started many months ago, really impacts those cars and have a regular key ignition. If you push button start, that your car already has the immobilizer in it. Well, it's not likely it'll be stolen. Since uh, Hyundai is known to have an issue following that TikTok trend of services being offered at Gary Rome, so more people don't fall victim to the crime. You know, uh, there are uh-huh. two types of upgrades. Uh, one is where they actually install software on your car, which will be the immobilizer. And if your car is not able to receive the immobilizer, Hyundai will give you a free uh, of charge uh, club of sorts that mm. you'll be uh, looking at your steering wheel so they can't steal your car. And that is why it is the best doggone place to upgrade your vehicle. And there you go. There you, you go. Can get, uh, so you can prevent your uh, vehicle from being stolen. TikTok is, uh, oh, God, it's like a cancer on society. What are you talking about? Getting these kids to steal cars and specific ones to be that All exact. Right. It's a small fractional number of kids who are being influenced to steal vehicles. If you spend time on TikTok, you know it's mostly about uh, about foods. It's about uh, you know stitching videos and uh, you know uh, great jokes. It's a lot of a lot of laughs on on TikTok. It's not all about stealing cars, although I wouldn't mind seeing a few more of those kind of videos. Frankly, no, I wouldn't mind seeing those either. That's a uh, that's we can fun work to on watch. that. Yeah, all for the right. Rock 102 TikTok. We can work on that. I don't know. You're only with us for another week, Molly. I don't know if we can <laughs> get that try, accomplished. I can try and work some TikTok magic for you all right. guys. All right, fair enough. You know what? Let's steal Dan Williams' car. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That for a TikTok video. Yeah, right. And then just, just dump it in the woods somewhere. Just for the laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not out of maliciousness or anything, but just just for the TikTok. Oh, drive it into a swamp. He's got four wheel drive. He'll be able to get it out. <laughs> Well, that thing's a beast. He can get it out of anything. Yeah. I've always said the uh, the most uh, ironic thing about Dan Williams' vehicle, he's got he's got one of them big Jeeps with the giant tires on it. Yeah. And then uh, he's got the stick figure family on the back being run over by a Jeep that says, uh, screw you and your stick figure family. <laughs> and uh, this guy was actually hit by a truck while yeah. he was riding a bicycle. Right. I just find that kind of odd that you would put something like that on your vehicle well, after I mean, experiencing being hit by a car and knowing that it's not that fun. It is a little bit yeah. ironic. Yeah, he's a, he's a little strange, that guy. Something about him that just rubs me the wrong way. Dan Williams. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's Mr. Nice Personality. Yeah. You don't know the beast within. <laughs> he's on vacation. He can't hear anything. <laughs> I'm, sure, um, I'm sure he's not listening. Get your wallet ready. The tax-free holiday weekend for most items is in the Bay State this weekend. <laughs> I'll take, I'll probably take advantage of it. 6.25% off? Yes, said one Northampton resident. The Holyoke Mall is already filled with buzz for the tax-free holiday taking place this Saturday and Sunday. Moms like Caitlin Benoit say they were uh, filling their carts with back-to-school essentials for less. I think the tax-free weekends are definitely great for single mothers like me. It definitely gives me a break financially. People are so excited about this tax-free weekend. You're going to see people lined around the yeah. block of the Eastfield Mall all weekend long. Western Mass News checked in with local businesses like Theory Skate Shop and spoke with co-owner Dan uh, DeZubian. 
He uh, said that the shelves are filled and ready for the extra foot traffic that comes with the tax-free holiday. Oh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be busting down the doors of these field mall. You know, field mall is closed, Bax. Well, yeah, this hour they sure. No, it, it's just closed. It, it's. It's yeah, it probably opens up like around uh, 9, 10, maybe 11, no. depending on the store. You know, they were using that for active shooter training. I t- we, we talked, did we talk about that? Yes, we was did. You, were you here when that story came out? Um, you may have talked about it with Marty, but I read the story. Yeah, yeah. it was like, you know, like don't they, the cops like pretend like, uh, you know, in their downtime, do they pretend like they're employees of like the old Orange Julius? <laughs> They're like, oh, give me a, give me a large uh, orange, you know, orange Julia. Okay, uh, that'll be four fifty. And they're like, pretend and play money like kids play. When, yeah, uh, with that would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? They're using the sunglass hut as a human shield. Yeah, yeah, or, right. uh, or a Joanne fabrics to clean up everything afterwards. Well, you got, you got to do something. You got all that fake blood everywhere. You need some fake fabric to clean it all up. Right? Actually, no, that was the blood that was already there. Oh, <laughs> that was from a crime scene years ago. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so with the uh, 6.25% state uh, on the chop state tax on the chopping block for two days, uh, they've gotten some big ticket items like under the $2,500 cap, like appliances. Mm. Most of these places, what they'll do is like you can order it like today, and then tomorrow they'll give you they'll run the card, run your credit card or something to charge you for the item. That way, you're saving on the tax free stuff. And you don't have to go back and you know ask for an adjustment. No, but I got a fistful of Washingtons, and I'm headed to Dollar Tree. I'm going to tear that place apart. Yeah, that's a, that's a good place. to. Uh, would they charge you for those uh, $5 ribeyes? No. Would they, they tax you for that, or, they, or one, they don't tax you on food? Well, they used to be $1 ribeyes. Yes, but they've really ramped up the quality. Well... So much they've ramped up the quality that they feel the need to sell them out of a back of a truck in the mall park in the empty Eastfield Mall parking lot. Talk about shady things. Nothing sketchy about that at all. And uh, it's not like we weren't a part of that, but there was something sketchy about a guy selling meat out of the back of a truck in a mall parking lot. I I, uh, beg to defer. Some of the best meat I've ever had was sold in the back of a trunk. One, One guy got mad and he brought back his meat. Because they said they sold him 16 pounds of meat, and he must have went home and weighed it and realized it was only 14 pounds, and he wanted all of his money back. They screwed him out of two pounds of meat? Well, I would want my money back, too, if you screwed me out of two pounds of meat. I suppose. I think, uh, but it was perfectly safe to buy from this guy. I mean, how safe, how much safer can you get than the guy who says, hey, our credit card machine's down. Give me your credit card number. I'm going to call it into somebody (laughs) on the other end of this phone. Doesn't seem sketchy to me at all. That's no, a legitimate no, no. industry of, of meat wholesaling. Yeah. Matter of fact, I uh, when I go to the uh, the local butcher in my town, yeah, I was like, uh, hey, where did that? Uh, where do you get that meat distribution? And he's like, and he names this like reputable dist- distributor, and I'm like, listen, if it's not from the back of a truck sold in a mall parking lot, I don't want any of it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> This is this is the yeah. way this is the way animals should go out being sold in a parking lot. Um, let's see. Uh, moving on to uh, the wildfires out there in Maui. Yeah, which is uh, crazy. Uh, the team coverage from Western Mass News turns to the impact these fires are having on local travel plans to what is for many a bucket list destination. Western Mass News spoke with a local travel agent who said they had been busy the past couple of days helping people change their Hawaiian vacation plans. You think about that. 
there's probably so many people booking trips day after day to there. Yeah. And now you got to, you better have trip insurance. Yeah, no kidding. The uh, blazing fire was everywhere, consuming the historic town of Lahaina in Maui, Hawaii, since Wednesday, forcing tourists and locals alike out of the popular travel destination, an emergency that Doreen Coakley Rodriguez, owner of Doreen's Going Places Travel Services in Springfield, says is impacting people across Western Mass. She goes, unfortunately, I had clients I wanted to go there, and now this situation uh, happened, and I had to take the situation and move them to another location. So unfortunately, they had to apply for a passport. They had to expedite the passport because, needless to say, you don't need a passport for Hawaii. They are United States waters and lands, right? So now they have to spend an extra money because they had to redo it. Well, why can't you just send them to some place that doesn't require a passport? Like Puerto Rico or uh, uh, yeah, what, what's, uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, something like that, something yeah. nice and uh, tropical. I don't Guam, I, I, Guam I don't, for God's sake. Guam would be good, yes. The Philippines. You don't need a thing for the Philippines? The Philippines are, is a U.S. territory. I don't think you need hmm. that for a U.S. territory. I've never been to the Philippines. It's I just like Puerto Rico. Yes. Yeah. Right. So... Uh, you didn't mention uh, that it's enshrinement weekend. Did you know, for uh, for example, that uh, to, uh, this morning at eleven o'clock, yeah, uh, it'll be the first of several events happening at Mohegan Sun for this year's basketball and enshrinement Hall of Fame class, yeah, in Springfield. Uh, the first, the first event is an autograph session, which will happen from eleven to twelve thirty. Uh, if you're looking to have a great deal of fun, uh, get a load of this. You buy a ticket, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, all the members of the incoming class are going to be there uh, for 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 autographs. So uh, Dirk Nowitzki, uh, yeah, Dwayne Wade, uh, others. And uh, that ticket will allow you to get one autograph per class member. And each ticket holder will be allowed one outside item per ticket holder in which to be signed. Oh, really? Wow. That is really a generous ticket offer. Well, hey, they got to pay the bills somehow. And, uh, I you suppose. Need, you need, uh, you know, with all that uh, parking that they don't have there, you you need uh, shuttle buses yes. to p- transport you down to another parking lot. Yes, somewhere. that's right. Uh-huh. Now, when everything comes back to Springfield tomorrow... There's another autograph session that happens between noon and 1.30. Uh, that autograph session will not be with uh, the incoming class. That autograph session will be with uh, other Hall of Famers, Artis Gilmore, Alonzo Mourning, Gary Payton, Cheryl Swoops, and uh, Calvin Murphy, others. That ticket is only going to cost you $250. Oh, well, there There's go. only 200 tickets available, and you can only get one thing signed Per Hall of Famer, that's it. Just one. You know, no, no more than that. With all the with all the money they get and all that stuff, you think that place would be a little nicer? You know, like uh, more to offer. You go to Cooperstown and the Baseball Hall of Fame, man. Even if you don't like baseball, there's yeah. tons of stuff for anybody to do. Oh, wait that. a minute. You know, I'm not gonna you don't don't uh, don't be critical. I mean, you can go to the the Basketball Hall of Fame and. Get yourself a big giant waffle cone at Cold Stone Creamery. You go uh, you know, down the hall, have yourself a delicious uh, you know, 
steak from Max's. Uh, you, you can watch a, a, a radio station through a window that never has anybody in the window. True. During business hours. But that's not the Hall of Fame's fault. That's the owner of that company. Yeah. And then, uh, and then of course, you'll have uh, everything uh, happening on Saturday, including uh, enshrinement at uh, at Symphony Hall. And uh, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be terrific. I hope they have enough parking for everybody. That's what, that's my biggest I concern. Don't think they will. They're you don't think need, so? No, they, that's why they charge so much to get in the place. You need to, uh, you know, get the shuttle, pay for the shuttle bus driver to drive you down yeah. to. I don't know where they drive you down to. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, uh, well, Mohegan Suns Convention Center, the Mohegan Sun Cabaret, yeah. uh, and then there's the tip-off celebration awards gala at Mohegan Sun tonight. And then you know, finally they'll come to Springfield for a couple of things. But then they all go back to Mohegan Sun because you know there's there's no place to gamble in Springfield. No, there isn't. Uh, why would you have Why would you have a major event uh, at the birthplace of basketball an hour and twenty minutes away? Why would you do that? <laughs> and why would you have the tip-off celebration at uh, the Mohegan Sun Arena, which only has about 300 more seats than the Springfield uh, Civic Center? Well, the good news is they have a genius marketing agent on their side uh, putting all this stuff well, together. That they They're do. They're going to be fine. That next. they gonna be fine. do. Hey, your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 82. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 83. It is 64 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Summertime is lobster time. Visit the 99 restaurants for Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 754 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, real quick, uh, the Rock 102 road crew and myself tonight will be at MGM <laughs> Springfield for Free Music Friday. From 7 to 9, Johnny Six Gun is uh, is the band. Stop by the Rock 102 table to win all kinds of great prizes. You'll meet me. You'll meet Molly. You'll meet the the other person who's working today. I forgot the, you know. Hannah. Uh, there you go. Uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be at the plaza tonight. MGM Springfield for Free Music Friday on Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. All right. And uh, before you go hear that, now hear this. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Do you ever, uh, you get DoorDash out in that town of Hamden there? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't even know if they offer that service where I live. I've never tried because I just assumed that nobody would want to drive all the way out to Huntington. And even if they did, you know, it would take probably two hours to get your food. Right, uh, and it'd be delivered. cold by the time it arrives. Well, here's a DoorDash driver confronting a woman who pulled the I never received my food scam. Hey, DoorDash? Yes, thank you. Awesome. Hey, they told me there was an issue with the last order. What happened? The dasher didn't show. The dasher didn't show? No. Well, I delivered it to you, so I know you got the food. I just want you to know that doing stuff like that is what gets us deactivated. I don't want to lose my job because someone wants an extra taco. I just want to let you know I will be reporting you as a fraudulent customer, and you will be... Oh, oh right in his face. Platform. Enjoy your food. Oh, enjoy your food. Yeah, yeah. At least he was nice about it. <laughs> yeah, but you're trying to run a scam off the uh, the DoorDash, dude. That's uh, that's pretty weak. That is uh, very weak. Uh, you scamming a guy who's probably not making more than twelve bucks an hour. Yeah, just driving around. Just so you can save, like he said, yeah. just you can save on a free taco. I, I was just uh, talking to a, my my friend's son the other day. He's like twenty one. Yeah, and he's like, uh, I was like, I was like, so what are you doing with your time all day long? And he goes. Well, I door dash in the mornings. And I go, in the mornings? 
And he's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's actually pretty good. You can make like $70 for a morning uh, doing DoorDash. And I'm like, is that many people ordering DoorDash? I guess we're just not in a workplace well, where people order that stuff unless they do during the day when we're not here. Well, theoretically, we could uh, we could DoorDash breakfast every day. How much extra is that? Is that door? I've never used it before. I, I don't know. I've never used that either. The what? fees are so expensive. So, all right. So <laughs> I like, DoorDash all the time at school. Is it like 20, 30% of what the bill would be? Or is um, it. I don't it? know. I know that it's normally like eight bucks for my Panera order. That's like what I know because that's what I always get. What, and what are you getting at Panera? A grilled cheese and like mac and cheese, a cup of mac and cheese. You know, you can make grilled cheese at home yes, uh, Panera, on a radiator. or the Panera grilled cheese is so good, Bax. There's one down the street. You have to try it. You know what? Hmm. We should do a we grilled cheese taste-off. I think that would be <laughs> our next- We should door-dash next- it. Yeah. No, we're not door- <laughs> Actually, you know what? This company can pay for it. We yeah, can door-dash right. all day long. Yeah. Do whatever we want yeah, here. Absolutely. Uh, I think grilled cheese will be the next uh, the next thing. We should have a, a grilled cheese battle. Yeah, like who's got the best grilled cheese? Yeah. All right. I, uh, I'm with I you. think we're on to something here. Between the three of us, I think it's you this time. <laughs> well, I'm gonna um, maybe I'll make my own homemade grilled cheeses, and I'll let you guys try them and see what happens. I will bring you guys Panera grilled cheeses happily. <sighs> Panera. All right, so wait a minute. It's you don't eight like Panera, $8. Steve? I, it's okay. It's it's better than some of the other chains that are out there. But it was, it was, wait a minute, eight dollars for the delivery fee? Yeah, the like yeah, the delivery fee. And how far is the Panera to like your residence? Is it like five, ten miles? What? what? Um, it's like fifteen. Fifteen miles. Yeah, oh, that's not no, bad right. for okay. eight bucks. But, but when you're a starving college student, yeah, yeah it it, it it's puts worth a dent. it. <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth it. What are you, you going to do? You cooking your own in a dorm room? Please. Absolutely not. Can't be done. Uh, we don't really have much time to get into any other clips because we spent all our time talking about grilled cheese sandwiches. Which is far more important, but, frankly. But I do want to point out that uh, Johnny Hardwick uh, played the ex- exterminator on the Fox show uh, King of the Hill, uh, Dale Dribble. Yeah. He, he was found dead in his Austin, Austin, Texas home yesterday. I know what's wrong with it. It's a Ford. You know what they say Ford stands for, don't you? It stands for fix it again, Tony. <laughs> You're thinking of a Fiat, Dale. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. A lot of nonsense. There <laughs> <laughs> ah, you go. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, Johnny Hardwick. It's uh, 7.59, and that is now here this with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, I'm not typically one to pony up bets unless I know that my odds are winning or are sure to lean heavily in my direction. Part of the reason for that is I happen to be quite connected to what remains of my take-home pay. The other reason is, well... There really is no other reason. So whenever I hear of a dude finding himself on the losing end of Lady Luck's unpredictable affections, I find myself to be moderately consumed with a scant level of concern. A new book is about to be published which talks about the horrendous gambling problems of one of golf's most successful players. The name of the book is called Gambler, The Secrets from a Life of Risk by notorious gambler Billy Williams. In it, Williams provides a rich itinerary of gambling losses that have been racked up by three-time Masters champion Phil Mickelson. According to several reliable sources, the book reports 
that over the course of the last three decades, Phil Mickelson has gambled more than $1 billion on sporting events. And not just football or basketball games. He's also been accused of betting up to $400,000 on the 2012 Ryder Cup as well. All total, the book claims that from 2010 to 2014, Phil Mickelson made 858 bets of at least $220,000 apiece and 1,115 bets of at least $110,000 apiece. William explains that over the years, Mickelson has endured losses up to $100 million. Now, I should probably point out that Phil Mickelson has a net worth of $300,000. And while that certainly sounds like a lot of money, so does $100 million in gambling losses. That would mean that a third of his entire net worth has evaporated into thin air. And let's not even get into the complicated math of how a guy with $300 million has been able to jockey up a billion dollars to gamble with. I'm just impressed that over the course of four years, Phil made more than 1,973 bets of $100,000 or more. That works out to be 493.25 bets per year. That works out to more than 41.1 bets per month, or if you really want to get technical, 1.35 bets per day of $100,000 or more. Folks, if I lose $10 in a slot machine tonight, I'll be consumed with remorse. Racking up these sort of numbers suggests to me that if the book is correct, Phil might have some sort of a problem. Because if you're losing that kind of money on sports gambling, that suggests to me you might not be very good at it, and perhaps an intervention might be helpful. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I wonder how Maura Healy likes her steak, because I'm going to go to Rocky's this weekend and buy a grill, and she's not going to get a dime of my taxes, because it's tax-free weekend. Go to Rocky's for a Weber, a Traeger, a Big Green Egg, or a Blackstone Griddle, and skip the sales tax at your local neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 and Fleetwood Mac with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, I'm just uh, looking at, uh, I know we're going to get into this uh, this open line thing, but uh, truck pulls, monster trucks, pie-eating contests, and rides are just some of the endless events happening this weekend at two fairs. The Middlefield Fair. Okay. Which I've been to before. Very cool. All the way down to Middlefield? Yeah, and then the Bolton Fair. In Lancaster. Wow. Where? That does sound like so much fun. What is that? Out near Worcester, Lancaster? Is that where that is? <sighs> you had to ask. I think so. All right. Well, there you go. Truck pulls and tractor pulls and yeehaw. <laughs> Let's get into the bit. <laughs> and now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Live That is the phone number for Open Line Friday. Now, I am going to start this off by reminding all of us of a couple of rules. No foul language and keep your worthless hate speech to other radio stations. Whether that's across the hall or down the road a bit, those stations love that kind of thing. But here, I will flip you like a cheese omelet. And you'll be booted off this show faster than you can say, hey, whatever happened to, and then I hang up on you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Oh, look at the phones. They're blowing up already here. Uh, Rock Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? It's Dylan from West Brookfield. Hey, Hey. what's going on? 
I just wanted to know why I saw Steve and uh, Barry Krieger at the Barbie movie together. Uh, actually, Barry didn't go to the Barbie movie with me. I took my kids. I don't know. I saw some popcorn flying and... Yeah. But no, I went and yeah. saw Oppenheimer with Barry, and I put a hole in the bottom of the popcorn barrel, if you know what I'm talking yeah, about. I've seen yeah, that I do know what A little saying. extra butter do down know. there. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. Butter huh? on the bottom. All yep. right. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Bruno again, Mike. Hey, Bruno. Yeah, I what's forgot up? forgot to tell you this this morning. Uh, congratulations on making number 99 on uh, Harrison's 100. Oh, yeah. Talkers. Uh, Talkers Magazine Heavy 100. You and I made uh, number 99 of the top 100 uh, most objectionable talk shows in America. Objectionable? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, we th- is this your first year on it? Believe it or not, it is our first year on that list. Yes. Do you think that coincides with uh, this other guy, Marty, showing up on a regular basis? If I say uh, yes, uh, that would uh, you know, perhaps you know, uh, inflate his ego just a little bit. And if I were to say no, I'd probably be lying right to your face. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Bruno. We're All 99 right. out of 100. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, you got to start somewhere. Next year, I'm sure, we'll be a little mm. bit higher. Maybe, okay. 90, maybe 98 or even 97 on a good uh, if we get a good headwind. Maybe. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Uh, is it 102? Uh, all day, yes. All day long, bro. You're on the air. All right, no ketchup on a, mu- on a hot dog, only mustard. All right. All well, right. that's that's good. Thanks for jumping in on the conversation so quickly. It's only been a month since that thing began. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? And this is Luke. What's up, Luke? Hey, as far as hot dogs go, it's mustard or go your mother. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? He censored himself. Uh, this is Bill from Springfield. How right. are you back? Good, Terrific, Bill. Bill. What's up? Hey, I just want to give a shout-out to you guys. You guys are doing a great job. Uh, <clears throat> Steve, you're you're uh, doing a great job with uh, Marty uh, Cabroni there. And, Fax, uh, we missed you uh, last week, and I hope you had a good vacation. Oh, and, thank you very uh, much. Keep up, keep up the good work and uh, keep us laughing and uh, keep us going here in Springfield. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to all the guys that are working for the Hamden County Sheriff's Department and the uh, Lolo Jail up there, the correctional officers and everything. Uh, keep up the good work, guys, and we appreciate what you do. Shout out to Todd Thanks, and Todd. Todd. Yep, there you go. Thank yeah. you. All right. Hey, there you have it. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Mark up in Montague. What's up, Mark? I'm telling you, you guys uh, you guys are something. You're a great team. Marty adds to the team, but Steve and, and Mike, you're the best. Wow. You're the best. Look at this ass-kissing I'm, I'm uh, like, open-line Friday here. It really is. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks. You, I've been listening to you guys. I've been listening to Rock 102 since 76, and you are the best team that's ever been there. Sweet. Thank you. Hey, how about that? Hey, hi, there you go. Are you sure about that? Yeah, well, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, boss. All All right, thank man. you. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, boys. It's Vince the Plumber. Oh, hey, Vince. Vince. Who are you shouting out today? Ian- I know. I heard the shout out, King brother. Yeah. I was like, dude, everybody else is shouting out. I got a shout out, you know? Yeah, sure. Why not? You're like our Wilfred Brimley without the Smuckers endorsement, and you're just giving out <laughs> shout outs and endo- and birthday wishes. Yeah. Either shout outs or black pepper cheese. And the black pepper cheese. Yes, boys. Yeah, yes. Uh, so shout out to FW Web, United, uh, Granite Group, 
my best buddies over at uh, Plimpton and Hills. Uh, let's see who else. Springfield Plumbing and Supply. So yeah, no, it's good, man. You guys have a great weekend. Somebody from FW Web called and said, "Will you please not let him on the phone anymore?" <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, we don't. I know who did it. Then yeah. I bet it was that guy named Scott. Scott. Yeah. He doesn't have a real name. It's just Scott. He's the guy that calls you Vince the Plunger because you're yeah, right. sucking oh, all the air out of the room. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Vince. Have a good Heard weekend, hurting, buddy. All right, have well. a good one. Care. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Ed from uh, Connecticut. Hey, Ed, Ed from Connecticut. Yes. I want to talk to the boys. I was in Ludlow yesterday, and I wanted to talk to them about these rotaries. You are talking to the boys right now. Oh, And okay. you are on I'm the sorry. air, sir. Oh, okay. Well, I'm calling because I was in Ludlow, and I've never been in Ludlow before. But, you know, these rotaries, these are crazy, man. You know, I'm not a... Uh, I'm not a veteran with these rotaries, but, you know, these people are driving, and I got flicked off by this girl, this good-looking girl, and gave me the bird. I mean, man, I didn't know how to take it. She was good-looking, but I was a little I was a little down on that. And then, you know, in Connecticut, you got these mass holes up there, and uh, I didn't know what to do, but uh, I got to get a little better on these rotaries. I don't know if you have any advice. You sound like uh, you should be working for the 22 News crew about things you saw throughout your day yesterday. Well, I don't really get that station down here, you know. I do get dull. Boy, I was watching How About Those Patriots. But, man, he's really something. He's, he's very positive, and then he gets real negative. It's almost like he's crying by the end of the game. You know, you're the only guy I've ever heard scouting for hot chicks at a rotary. I've never heard anybody <laughs> no, no, even no, no. consider that. <laughs> No, she flicked me off. It was I, I pulled out in front of her because I didn't know the I didn't know the etiquette of how you're supposed to pull out. I know you're supposed to merge, but I got a little off guard, and uh, she was right up to me. You know, we're almost window to window, and man, she just gave me the bird, and you know, I just had to suck it up and go. Well, huh. hot chicks flipping you off. Uh, that means they like you. Yeah, that's their way of yeah, saying we're really should, into you. You should get her license plate number and uh, track her down. Yeah, she's probably uh, talking to all her friends. You should. You should see the the sweet piece of meat I saw on the Ludlow Rotary. Yeah, what kind of car do you drive? Oh, uh, well, I've got a I've have a Chrysler, but I oh. back in the day when I was listening to you guys in the you know early, late in the seventies, I got a Trans Am that I should have been driving, and maybe she, maybe she would have been nicer to me. Trans Am, and, and, and uh, you upgraded to the Chrysler. Well, you know, you get a, kids. A, and Christ, but a Chrysler, a Chrysler, what? I still have it. I, a Chrysler two hundred. I still have the oh. car though. It's, oh. a, it's a, it's you know, it's a, it's a one of a kind, man. It's a, it's a survivor, black and gold. It's the night rider. Oh yeah, it sounds so cherry. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Great, great talking but to you. Guys, I've been listening to you since the seventies. I mean, the station, anyways. But you guys are a lot of fun. I've been meaning to call you on Friday for two years. I finally did it. You sound yeah. like you sound like our intern Ted from the future. <laughs> did you take a time machine back all the way and say, uh, hey? Yeah, uh, maybe- Maybe I can be a guest host sometime. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you've, you've, like yeah. Wants to be. Yeah. Well, you've certainly yeah, stocked right. up a lot to yeah. say. Yeah. Well, listen, there's other people on yeah, the phone, so thank you very much for your call. You're okay. holding up the queue. <sighs> Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Lisa calling from Westerly, Rhode Island. Westerly, Rhode Island? Really? I listen to you guys every morning in the summer. Wait, what's your name? Lisa. Lisa, Lisa in right, Westerly. Lisa. That's awesome. All right. What's okay. going on, Lisa? 
Uh, nothing. I just want to say that I'm going to be going back to Western Mass in the next few weeks. I'm a school bus driver, and I'm wondering if you could change your lineup at 8.30 for the news because I'm dropping off the little ones, and I, you guys aren't always appropriate. So I'm trying to find if you could push it up to 8.35 so I could listen to the news then. She want, are we going to change our schedule now for yeah, the kids? Well, I, mean, I mean, what 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 ages are you are are you got on the bus at that time? Well, they're like kindergarten through fifth grade, so oh, you know, yeah. that would work. Yeah, you know, so just well, here on the on the way back. Uh, listen, when um, I when I was twelve, I used to listen to Dave Coombs, who's on Laser ninety nine three. He's got some great comedy for kids over there. You should tune that in. Uh, it's all part of our same company. It's not like we're sending business anywhere else. Yeah. you can listen to well, him and then you know, uh, switch it back like, over. That's kind of like when I kind of like uh, take a hiatus from your station. So. Yeah, I don't know about I don't that. Know what I mean, he's seems, about, to, yeah. seems to me he's operating on that kind of comedic level. Yeah. So you know, why not? All right, well, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll take that under advisement, but uh, thanks for listening in Westerly. All right, thanks so much. Yeah, all right. Day. How about that in Westerly? How about that? Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is uh, Paul, retired Harper Police Officer in Harper, Connecticut. Uh, I want to talk to Nagel about when he was talking about the drug test kissing. Test, test, um, can't, I can't even talk now. When he That's was okay. talking about the, you know, testing cocaine. Putting your tongue and all that nonsense. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like on the on the cop shows where they show the cops right. dipping their finger into the uh, right. cocaine and goes, "Yep, right. pure Columbia gold." Right. <laughs> he, he wanted to know. He was wondering out loud on the radio. Do the police? What do they have? What they have is called Voltox test kits. It's a test kit that has little um, vials of all different types, like for cocaine. Uh-huh. You add the uh, liquid, if it turns blue, it's cocaine. If it turns purple, it's heroin. If it turns... Now, am I wrong with that? You would smoke, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just a joke. Wow, with, with with those famous Grimace shakes out there now, you can't tell what you're getting, <laughs> can you? Yes, but yeah, so it was Volkswagen test kits. I, I tried to call that day, but obviously you can't get through. But you guys, again, are amazing. Oh, thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah. You, you, the service you, you have is great. Triple your pay. And give you guys no, no more vac- no more vacations because the other guy who comes on, he is pretty good. I like him; he's good. Not oh. as good as you guys, but he's pretty good. That comedian. Oh yeah, so you, you said you're a for- you're a retired Hartford cop. Is that what you said? Yes, he is. Yes. So you're not a retired Connecticut State Trooper. So you have a real name, right? You're not using a fake <laughs> alias. <laughs> they are. They well, they do a tough job too. But Springfield, I mean, things are crazy everywhere. But the key thing is, we all want to be safe. Go home to our families. Have fun, some laughs, and what you guys provide seriously is really important. And don't let anyone say anything different ever. You All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Oh, look at this. Uh, okay. Are the is the, are these calls complimentary? Because uh, we've been getting them all morning long. Unbelievable. Yeah. People actually might be listening because they like it. What the hell is that? Who's crazy enough to do that? I don't know. Anyway. A moderately successful open line Friday. An ass kissing open line Friday. Yes. I uh, and I enjoy that. I did too. <laughs> but in every a way. once every once in a while you need somebody to complain about. Oh, it'll happen. Yeah. Just a that's just around the corner. It's eight twenty five with Bax and Nagel and Rock one oh two. Rock one oh two is class. It's uh, eight twenty eight with Bax and Nagel on Rock one oh two. Uh Dan Brown can give you the forecast. We really don't have time for me to tell you all about it. No, of course not. Uh, we're very, very busy with other things. I can tell you this, though. Uh, Sunday night here at 9 o'clock on Rock 102, Baxi's Musical Fun Bag. Be playing uh, 
music from the specials, the Misfits, the Smiths, the Buzzcocks, Susie and the Banshees, and a whole lot more. If you're a big fan of old new wave or vintage alternative or classic punk, it's Rock 102's loudest hour every Sunday night before Little Steven's Underground Garage, only here on Rock 102. All right. All right. Sounds like a plan. How about some news coming up next to Rock 102? Here's your Western. 832 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Big Y, your family market. Sign up today to save on a Big My, Big, My Big Y digital account. It's more than food. It's My Big Y. Visit your local Big Y today. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. All right, cowboys and cowgirls and cow folk, get geared up. It's truck pulls, monster trucks, and pieing contest at the big fairs happening this weekend. Booyah! That's right. Uh, all kinds of fairs happening all over the uh, the, uh, the state. Two of them. Uh, one in Lancaster, Mass., the Bolton Fair. That sounds like fun. And then uh, right up the hop, skip, and a jump right up from Springfield is the Middlefield Fair, which takes you about an hour and 20 minutes to get there from downtown Springfield. Y'all got to tell you, this couldn't come at a better time. I usually, uh, at this point, just polishing up my my uh, my local town fair belt buckle so I can uh, so I can have myself a few corn dogs and some cream puffs and mm-hmm. some uh, chicken strips with the macaroni on top. And oh, like, yeah. Get myself a piece of pie with a piece of cheese on top, and then I can drink myself like 16,000 beers, then uh, get myself into an ambulance, and there's a whole weekend. I'm going to spend $70 just to get myself one of those little mirrors that has Jack Daniels logo right all over it. Yeah. Or maybe even a Bon Jovi one. You know, I don't mean to brag, but you were looking at uh, the Northeast pet champion of whack-a-mole. I could whack, I could whack moles all day. Whack them left and whack them, whack them white. I could, I could whack them. I could whack them all day long. Oh, my cousin was a master whacker back in the day. Really? Yeah, does, he does won he... at the Cummington Fair back in 1952. That's where they named coming tonight. That that special mural right. that they found over oh, there. Shoot. Oh shoot! I love fair festival seasons. Yeah, we're gonna end the fair with a cattle show, a horse pull, and the pie eating contest. You can go check out our celebrity guest judge Brian Lapis from Twenty Two News. Slow the f down. For- Did you just say? That the Brian Lapis yeah. is going to take those fat, thick calves of his and bring them right into town for our town fair? Well, the last time we had him up there with those calves, he actually won first place for uh-huh. having the best calf in, uh, middle f- in middle f- at the Middlefield Fair. That young man could crack walnuts with those things. <laughs> he could pull a tractor with those <laughs> things, too. And tell the weather. Yes. Using cadence every time he says, 22 News Storm Team. Get your saddlebags on, folks. I hear our rodeo, uh, Barry the Rodeo Clown's going to be there, too. <laughs> Barry the Rodeo Clown. Like Bandy the Rodeo Clown, but Barry the Rodeo Clown. Yeah, he's, every now and then he pops out of the barrel with a red nose and some yeah. egg salad yeah. sandwiches to eat. Yeah, so uh, you got stuff to do this weekend. Head on out to uh, one of the fun fairs. The Belchertown Police uh, Department is asking members of the community to help them identify an individual who allegedly stole a lost wallet from a local Duncan. The incident occurred Wednesday morning around 8.15 at the Duncan, located on uh, Federal Street in Belchertown. According to reports from both Duncan staff and a customer, the unidentified person in the photos uh, that they put up on their Facebook page uh, picked up a wallet and its contents that had been dropped by a Duncan customer. 
The wallet has not been reported as turned in or returned to its Mm. rightful owner. Belchertown police have released images of the individual in question captured by Duncan security cameras. The individual is described as a taller male of Hispanic descent sporting a bald head, thick black beard, and tattoos on his left forearm and right leg. If he just had an eye patch, he'd be a pirate. <laughs> he was last seen where... Arr, I'll take your... Uh, Arr, I see your wallet. I'm pickpocketing all the mutiny abound. I sure hope there's a library card inside now, that wallet. Now, give me one of them chorizo uh, egg and sausage filled uh, delicious bites you got there and a Dunkin' refresher. Hey, you scallywabs. Look at there. He's got a blockbuster card. Well, how does a pirate afford that? I got this wallet I picked up on my last, uh, my last take. <laughs> And I'm saving points on the Duncan app. He was last seen wearing a bright blue T-shirt and a lanyard around his neck, uh, complemented by dark-colored shorts. Witnesses also noted that the person arrived and departed the Duncan location in a blue pickup truck bearing the Sunrun logo, indicative, indic, indicative, indicative, <laughs> ind, <laughs> of a solar panel. <laughs> yeah. Of a solar panel installation company. Officer uh, Jason Robinson is leading the investigation and is requesting assistance from the public to identify the individual in the images. If you have any information, you're asked to call the Belchertown Police Department. Here's to you, Jason Robinson. <laughs> yes. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, East Hampton. Uh, after a controversial search that made national headlines earlier this year, East Hampton Public Schools are ready to go this fall under new leadership. For months, who the next superintendent of East Hampton's public schools would be was in question after the first candidate's offer was rescinded and that second person took their name out of the running. Now ahead of the upcoming school year, East Hampton uh, Public Schools is under new leadership. Uh, Superintendent Maureen Binienda, Binienda uh, said, I think we're back on track and people are ready to move forward. At the end of March, the offer to Dr. Vito Perona was rescinded in a controversial decision by the school committee after two members were offended by his use of the word ladies when addressing them in an email. That's actually wrong. Only one person was offended by that. That's right. The other person was not. And one person was uh, unfairly blamed for changing her vote, which, in fact, she did not. The, uh, then the uh, committee's second choice withdrew her name from the running shortly after. That's when the school committee elected to find an interim superintendent to head the district through the 2023-24 school year, a role uh, Binienda is excited to take on. It's got to be tough to have that job now. I wouldn't want that job. No, even not though, after even all that the, stuff that went through, that they all went through. Even though it's the best-paying job in the entire city, I don't think there's enough money for me to take that job. No, working not, under the, that kind of condition with that school department making all these kind of cockamamie ideas and, and and decisions about what they want out of their own school system. Yeah, no, you know what? There's other towns that could use my uh, superintendent, uh, you know, uh, talents. He called Palaner all fruit jelly. I'm upset. <laughs> he put ketchup on a hot dog. Oh my God, <laughs> sin, heathen! Get out of our school district. We are, we are not going to hire a superintendent of school who does that with condiments and hot dogs. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Vito Perone likes his hot dogs with. Mustard and relish, like the rest of the uh, the civilized world, not ketchup. You know, uh, Vito is a man who is built like a brick crap house. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even eat hot dogs. 
because they might he, be unhealthy. I don't think he does eat hot dogs. He probably, uh, he pro- I don't know. I think he does eat hot dogs. That's like a manly thing yeah. uh, to, to do. I don't think he's like a veggie hot dog kind of guy. I love hot dogs so much, sometimes I don't even open up the package. I just chew them right through all the plastic. You know what I had? You know what my friends brought me uh, over the weekend? What? The white hot dogs. The uh, the the conies. Those are delicious. Yeah. The, that's like a upstate New York yes. thing. Yes. Had them. Uh, They're good. You know what? You put that on a smoker. Oh, I did that, and I also did uh, I did sausages. I did sausages last night. Those on the are grill. good. I got some of this uh, this Gianelli brand sausage, which is like a central New York staple. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely delicious. Like, uh, there's something about it. That sounds fantastic. You know, the the Gianelli in your belly was mm-hmm. the, uh, was the thing. I smoked those for an hour. Perfection. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, in Rhode Island, they sell uh, it's a it's a brand of hot dog called Soggies. Yeah, Soggy Dogs. Oh my God! What is that? What's on them? I think or? there's I think there's like uh, this beef and uh, and pork and uh, maybe some veal, and it's got the it's got the skin on it, so it snaps when you eat it. Oh my God! It's so good. That's a good hot dog, and they've been selling it there since the 1800s. As long as there's no ketchup on it. You can put whatever you want on it, but I, uh, I I've always uh, appreciated a good Rhode Island soggy dog. I would like to have a soggy dog. They are celebrating their 150th anniversary this year. We gotta we gotta ramp this up and get the grilled cheese thing going. I'm really about the grilled yeah, cheese. Molly. Panera grilled cheese. Well, we'll start off with Panera, but we'll try some <laughs> others because you know there's some other places that have excellent grilled cheese. Here's the thing, and I think this is a generational thing, Molly. I think. Uh, people who of her uh, age group are used to the fast food restaurants. Yeah, like the Paneras and things. And uh, well, it's not know. fast food. Panera is better good. quality fast food than like McDonald's. Oh no 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 no! Let's uh, well, uh, no no. Be careful now. All right, careful I, now. All right, now. Careful. Yeah, <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you let you just say that once, okay? <laughs> There's nothing better than a than a double uh, triple cheeseburger and a thing of French fries from McDonald's. That's, that's true. Yeah. Sometimes I get the uh, yeah. sometimes I get like the two Big Macs and take the middle pieces yeah. of bread out and make do, one gigantic you, Big Mac. Do you get that deliciousness biting into just a regular old piece of bread? I don't think I so. I don't think so. It's good bread. Yeah, but I I think that's I think the you know this younger gener I sound like an old man. This younger generation uh, being brought up on the because they're mostly fast food places. You got to look to the local business owners. Yeah, I you know I've always been yeah. kind of a ma and pa type of local uh, you know uh, restaurant. Oh, I've always preferred that over the, the major chains. But you know, listen, uh, grilled cheese is it really is a, a difficult thing to do correctly. I'm hooked on the smoked Gouda cheese, grilled cheese that's sandwiches. Good. That's, that's good. like, uh, you know, I, cheddar was cheddar used to be my favorite until I had a smoked Gouda cheese, grilled cheese, mm-hmm. and uh, a game changer. Game changer right there is the Gouda uh, cheese. I believe Where are it. you guys getting these, like, local-owned business grilled cheese? I, I want to well, know. Well, actually, uh, Autumn Mist Farm over on uh, oh, yeah. Northwest oh, Street in Feeding Hills has uh, delicious grilled cheeses over there. It's not just meat. You can get a grilled cheese over there. That guy will cook that up for you. Good to know. Yeah. Mm. And then there's that grilled cheese truck that drives around, too. Remember that one? You know what? The gourmet grilled cheese truck? I think this year, the Mayflower Marathon, right about the time I'm doing my grilled cheese speech, (laughs) the grilled cheese truck should pull up, and we have some grilled cheeses together. 
I don't think that's a good idea. You don't think that's a good idea? I think idea? it is. No, because it's absolutely disgusting, your speech, and I don't think anybody wants to hear that while they're eating an actual grilled cheese. You know, it's such a uh, uh, such a uh, well-respected tradition at this point. I, uh, I would think that the grilled cheese truck would be more than happy to be providing grilled cheese sandwiches for anybody who wants, for anyone who could pack one down after listening to that speech. You know where you can get a probably a good grilled cheese this weekend? Where? At the Middlefield Fair! Weather, your Pioneer Valley forecast, good fair weather, getting your tractor pulls in, your grilled cheese sandwiches, and your uh, your fried dough. Maybe even a giant turkey leg. Walk around like you think you're at a renaissance fair. It'll I'm going to throw some baseballs at a bunch of bottles, see if I can win myself a Leonard Skinner mirror I can oh. put on my wall in my rumpus room. Hell yeah. Or maybe one of even one of them uh, tie-dye shirts with a Taylor Swift logo on the front. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, hells yeah. I'm going to opt not to win the banana from the Lizzo booth over there. Yeah, though. You, might you might want to <laughs> not touch that yeah, one. Yeah, she, she's got some issues yeah. she's dealing with right now. Well, it's bad bitch o'clock all the time at the Middlefield Fair this weekend. <laughs> it's uh, 64 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. It's Stick 30! Spectrum Mobile and the new Santa. And the Black Crows with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, there is uh, going to be an overdose awareness fundraiser event in memory of uh, Joey uh, J. Bush Jr. coming up on uh, on August 23rd out in West Warren. And uh, here to talk about this is uh, Joey Bush uh, uh, Sr. Uh, in the studio with us. Uh, good morning, Joey. How are you? Good morning. It's August 26th, though. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. August 26th. Yeah. I apologize. Because otherwise you're going to get yeah. there three days, uh, three days early with nothing to do. Yes. <laughs> well, so, yeah, Joey, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, obviously uh, – your son uh, passed away, unfortunately. Uh, j- tell us a little bit about the story. Uh, I uh, uh, I lost my son on uh, July tenth, two thousand twenty, to an overdose. Um, obviously, it was a pretty rough thing to go through. Um, you know, there's a big, obviously, big epidemic with with overdosing of drugs. Right. And you know, there's nothing I can do to bring my son back at this point. But uh, me and some family and friends have gotten together and decided to, you know help other families, you know. So take take a negative in, in our life and make it a positive for somebody else. This is uh, Joey Bush in the studio. We were just talking off the air about uh, this event that you're you're doing on the 26th uh, is to benefit the uh, the Heron Project, which we've, we've talked to Chris Heron before, for people who may not know. He's a, a native of Fall River. He wound up playing for the Boston Celtics, and his uh, very promising basketball career was cut short by, uh, by his – addiction to drugs and ever since he's had this amazing uh amazing life this amazing foundation and an amazing amount of success helping families and people get out of the 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 the, the, the situation they find themselves in with drug addiction how did you get in, uh, involved with specifically the heron project how did that uh, come about for you well last year uh, we had just a family friends event and uh, we donated someone we raised some money to donate and we were looking for a place and we came across the Heron Project, and one of the things I really liked about on their website was they had a page that broke down what $25 could do, what $500 does, what, what $100 does. $1,000 puts somebody up in a bed for 30 days with three meals, which to me I think is, is, is wow. quite, quite wow. impressive. Yeah. Um, the organization, I've reached out to them. They've been working with me right along. Uh, they've been great to, to partner up with, and, and I'm excited to see how much money that we can actually raise for them. Um, you know, it's a, 
it's a big deal to me because again it, it really affects so many households you'd be surprised it, it actually affects like one out of two households are affected some way or another by somebody's drug use but you don't hear about it because nobody talks about it because quite frankly a lot of people are ashamed or embarrassed well there's a there's a stigma attached yeah. to that that's yeah. you know it gives this well, uh, you weren't worth anything anyway because you, you were doing drugs, but yeah. but but it does affect a lot of people. Oh yeah, and uh, it doesn't. There's no class differentiation. You know what I'm talking about? There's sure. no. Um, what am I trying to say? There, it, 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 it's right. It 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 affects everybody. It affects, it affects everybody. everybody. It can, it can affect everybody. You know my you know my my son passing away due to the drug overdoses obviously affected his siblings. Yeah. It's affected me. It's affected yeah. his mother. You know, it's 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 affected a lot of people. Yeah. So it's a it's a tough thing. And like I said, if I can be part of the solution, if I can be part of helping somebody else, that's that to me is all I can ask for. Now, this that's, event on the on the twenty sixth, it's happening at Saint Stan's Polish Club in uh, in West Warren. What's yeah. what's planned for the day? So what we have is we have a band called Off the Tracks, which is all classic rock uh, music. Mm. We have a barbecue chicken dinner that they're putting on there at the event for us. Uh, we have cornhole competitions. We have uh, horseshoes. We have volleyball. Uh, we're doing a 50-50 raffle. We're doing basket raffles. We're doing grand prize raffles. Just to give you an idea on some of the grand prize raffles, we have uh, Boston Yankee tickets. Cool. Um, oh, we cool. have a Gronkowski signed autographed jersey. Nice. Uh, I have a 36-inch um, flat-top Blackstone grill from your friends at Rockies. Hey, there you go. Oh, cool. there <laughs> good people. <laughs> rock solid service. Every Rockies yeah, is hardwood. Uh, we have a 65-quart Yeti cooler. Um, we have a 70-inch LG Flat Q Smart TV. So we got some good prizes, and we have a, a bunch of family and friends that are donating all sorts of basket prizes. And what, what time is this uh, event? from 12 to 6. 12 to 6. And I've been to Saints uh, stands out there. I've done a couple of events, uh, okay. Jack and Jill's and things like yeah. that. Really nice place. For rain yeah. or shine, you still got it's a big pavilion big, yeah, out there, pavilion. and it can hold quite a bit of people. So you're, yeah. I think you're going to have a good time no matter what the, what the weather is going to be yeah. like. But I got to tell you, one of the funniest things that uh, when I did an event over there was you're doing a chicken dinner as well. They were doing a chicken dinner for this particular event that I was doing. When you hear uh, somebody say, please line up under the carport for your chicken dinner, you know you're in a really cool place, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no shirt and tie required. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Not even one or the other. Right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So if someone wanted to get uh, tickets for this event, what uh, what should they do? They can reach out to me. They can, they can call me, uh, 413-386-4166. They can also email me. It's joeybush48 at yahoo.com. All right. Very good. Sounds awesome. Again, it's happening on August 26th, St. Stan's Polish Club in West Warren. Joey Bush, good to see you. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. you. bet. It's uh, just about 8.57 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. GG 